All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, so today we have got Ian Hume with us to share with you his uh, knowledge and his experience. He has come from being former GB international swimmer at senior level, butterfly swimmer, um, and has now turned his focus to coaching. And he is the head coach at Loughborough University. He's coached on lots of different senior international teams, uh, one of them being for the Commonwealth Games for Team England in 2018. So he's got loads of experience, loads of knowledge that he's here to pass on to you guys today. So welcome Ian, how are you doing? Yeah, good thanks. Thanks guys. Uh, it's good to be here. It's always good to chat to you guys and I'm um, more than happy to share my knowledge and experience that I've got of the sport to, 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 all, your, uh, to all your fans. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. yeah, thanks for doing this. How was the fun? Right. How's everyone at home? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're 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 getting by. Um, yeah, it's a, it, we were just talking about it. it's a crazy situation that we find ourselves in, but you know we're trying to um, you know be positive, um, find things to do as a family, keep busy, which is important, and um, hopefully you know we 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 come out the end soon. Um, I'm kind of itching to get back to work a little bit. I thought I'd never, never hear myself say that, but um, yeah, we're all, we're all good. Thank you. Yeah, good, man. I know you swim coaches are like you need a daily dose of chlorine, or you're not that happy. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm enjoy I'm enjoying not getting up at four thirty in the morning. Um, I'm enjoying the lions. That's probably the 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 one good thing. Um, but yeah, I you know I I like my routine. Um, I miss, you know, working towards that goal with the swimmers, um, seeing them, you know, get in, push themselves daily in the pool. I kind of I miss that buzz and that excitement of it. Um, so, yeah, I am itching to get back a little bit. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, mate. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting back on deck as well, getting back on poolside and working with everybody. Uh, as Amy sort of alluded to earlier, obviously you had your own fantastic uh, swimming career as an athlete. But how did that um, transition go for you from coach to athlete and what made you yeah sorry from athlete to coach and what made you want to uh, to make that switch yeah I guess um you know I, I'd say my passion for coaching probably first started as a, as a student athlete at Loughborough you know similar time as is when you guys were, were swimming and studying at Loughborough um and I'd say it, it comes down to the, to the to the guy we both know real well Ian Armiger um you know I found his uh his, his passion, his energy his, and his enthusiasm for his job, you know, it was infectious. And I thought to myself, you know, I was like, God, I, I'd love to do that job. I'd love to coach and I'd love to have that amount of energy and passion for something. So I guess that was my first kind of experience around, you know, what I wanted to do long term. And then I'd say, you know, as my, um, as my swimming career, career progressed, I kind of got to a point where I started thinking, you know, what do I want to, what do I want to do after this? And, you know, I was, I was dead against sitting behind a desk nine till five every day. That's just not, that's not me. And I know so many people do it. I'm not really driven by money. I, I, I've always said I wanted to do something that I love and I, and I, and that I enjoy. Um, both my parents were teachers. My older brother was a teacher, uh, is, sorry, is a teacher. So I guess teaching slash coaching is probably in the family. So it was kind of a, it seemed like a, a, a natural thing, thing, thing for me to do, uh, to kind of to move into coaching. I guess towards the, the, the back end of my career, um, you know, especially after I made the World Championship team, I started doing a lot of you know, clinics, visiting clubs, private swim lessons, similar to what you, what you guys are doing now, and try and pass on my knowledge and my experience to you know, the, the, the next generation of swimmer. 
And I, you know, I found it really rewarding. I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed traveling around, seeing different clubs, meeting different people. And I guess those interactions and those experiences really kind of cemented, you know, like this is, this is what I want to do um, long term. So that was always kind of the, the dream. And then I had a few more years um, of swimming. And then after 2012, um, after the Olympics, you know, unfortunately I didn't make the team. Um, I was like, right, I need to, you know, I need to try and pursue this dream of, of, of being a coach. And I started volunteering at Loughborough University. Um, real fortunate, I got a kind of a, a part-time position um, in, I think it was September of 2012. It was like a 12-hour-a-week contract, um, but obviously really enjoyed doing that. And then, you know, a, a situation came up where there was, a, there was a bit of a transition between coaches leaving the National Centre. Um, and there was three Olympians, who obviously you guys know real well. Uh, it was Fran Halsall, uh, Grant Turner, and obviously Liam Tancock, who didn't have a coach leading into the World Short Course Championships uh, of December in 2012. And I was asked if I wanted to, to work with those guys. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm two months into my coaching career. Um, you know, I've got a, I obviously had a lot of experience as a swimmer and, and knowledge and understanding, but I had never coached before. So, and I'm asked to coach with these guys for like a, a two-month period leading into the World Short Course Championships. So I was <laughs> so fortunate to be in that position. Um, and it was really one of those cases of, you know, right time, right place, extremely lucky, extremely fortunate uh, to, to get to do that. And then as that year progressed, um, you know, my, my contract turned into, you know, 20 hours a week. And then uh, a job came up at Loughborough, which I applied for, and I fortunately got it. And then since then, I've, you know, I've just kind of moved, progressed through the, through the program, um, a few structural changes along the way have just kind of helped me get into position now where I'm, where I'm head coach. So I'm, you know, I'm really lucky to, to be in this position that I am right now. Yeah, man. That's fantastic. Yeah, I forgot actually that you coached, uh, you coached those guys like straight away. What was yeah. it like? Because so, obviously you trained with all of those guys before and you swam with all of them, Grant? Yeah, so, yeah at some point I had done, yeah. It was uh... strange. Yeah, it was strange, but I think, you know, as, as you guys know, senior athletes, they, um, they're very professional. So I don't think it mattered who was on poolside. They showed me the respect as, as a coach. And I think they were, those guys were more grateful that, you know, I was, you know, taking time out of my day to work with them because they were kind of stuck in limbo a little bit, didn't have a coach. Like I said, lean into the World Short Course Championship. So, you know, I, and I, I saw it as a challenge for me. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily bothered about being paid for it I just thought it was like something like you know what I can put this on my CV and what great experience to get to work with these guys so yeah it was a it was a you know fantastic it was about eight eight weeks we did it seven to eight weeks um and yeah so yeah they, they, but yeah to answer your question you know they were they were respectful they were they were good and it was and it was just kind of a mutual agreement I'd hey let's just try and make the best out of this situation yeah that's beautiful man I mean it shows the uh your demeanor and your like confidence as a coach must have been there from an early age for them, uh, for those guys at that level that were high up in their careers to trust you straight away. That says a lot yeah. about what you were bringing to poolside, I'd say. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I was late twenties at the time, so I'd like to think I was, you know, quite mature. Um, and you know, I'd had those experiences as swimmer. You know, I'd been on senior international teams with you guys and and the likes of them. So. I kind of knew, you know, how you interact with senior swimmers, um, you know, what, what buttons to press to get, the, to, to get the best out of them. So, yeah, it was, a, it, it was an amazing experience and one that, you know, I'll always, 
look back on with fond memories and think like, you know, how lucky I was to be in that situation so early on in my career. Fantastic experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so obviously we're in lockdown. Everyone's in lockdown of some sort, at least right now. All the pools are closed. Um, with your team of athletes that you would normally be seeing on a daily basis or a couple of times a day at least, um, how are you coping being away from them and without that interaction, just being away from the pool and being in lockdown? Um, so the, so the, lo the lockdown came a couple of days after we got back from a meet in Edinburgh. So um, there was an Edinburgh international meeting. We were flying up there on the Thursday and, you know, countries started locking down and we're getting on this flight thinking, is this meet even going to happen? Like, what is the point in flying up to Edinburgh? So anyway, we, we, we got up there, we did the meet. Um, and then obviously we came back and we were due to go to Turkey on a training camp on the Wednesday. And it was all kind of like, oh, what's happening? The flight's still going. They hadn't cancelled any flights to, to Turkey and British championships were still going on. The Olympics were still going on. So we were kind of just going the first part of that week as normal. And then all of a sudden, obviously, the, the lockdown came. Um, our flight to Turkey was cancelled. And then things kind of snow, started snowballing from there. So I'd be, I'd be lying if I didn't say, you know, at first I was, I was good. Um, felt pretty deflated with it all. Um, you know, we were at a point, you know, we were going to Turkey to kind of have our last 10-day preparation into the Olympic trials. Excitement was starting to build. And I'd say, you know, I had, a, I had some swimmers on the, on the, in my group that, you know, I'd still think they were ready to, to swim fast. And I was quite confident they were going to, make the Olympic team or, you know, achieve the goals that were whatever their targets were. So I was a bit deflated because of that, you know, the more for the swimmers because, you know, they've, you know, blood, sweat and tears for, you know, two to three years to try and make, make the Olympics. And then that opportunity is gone. Um, but, you know, after time, I just kind of sat there and I thought, you know, in, in reality, you know, what we're going through right now collectively is far bigger than swimming. Um, and, you know, when you put it into perspective, you know, it really makes you think like what, what, is, what is important. So I guess that's where I'm at right now. I'm trying to, you know, look at the positives. I guess once, once the Olympics were postponed, it was kind of a bit of a relief because um, at first, you know, when everyone said, you know, our British championships are cancelled and when, or when's the next day going to be? And everyone was trying to figure out, you know, and scramble to be like, oh, how can we continue to train? Because the Olympics are still running, going ahead. I yeah. think once they were cancelled, it was kind of like, oh, right, bit of relief. Now we can just take a little bit of time, not panic, reflect, refocus, and, and you know, kind of just start to think about what we can be doing in the short term to prepare our athletes for, for when we can get back into the pool. Okay. Great. Yeah. I mean, are you in touch with your athletes on a fairly regular basis? Are you kind of doing this with them or uh, texts or emails or things? Yeah, I'm trying not to... I'm trying not to push them too much. I don't want to be, you know, speaking to them every day or every other day. I'm trying to just give them, give them space. Um, I think they don't want to hear, you know, they hear from me every day during the season. They don't want to be, they don't want to hear from me. You know, there's a lot of trust there. I trust them that they're, you know, we've got a plan in place. We're real fortunate. We've got a great support team around us, um, S&C, Physio, and they've kind of put out the plans to the swimmers and I'm trusting that they're, they're, they're doing that. You know, if they're not, that's, that's, you know, it's up to them. I can't, I mean, you guys know at 18 plus, it's not really our job to, to force them to do something. There's got to be a lot of self-discipline, self-motivation. So, you know, the, the tools are there, the programs are there, and hopefully they, they, they are doing it. We, I, I try and check in with them once a week just to make sure they're all all right. Um, I was speaking to a few this morning because they're, you know, the, 
they're actually back at university now. Um, in a sense, the, the lectures have started, so there's a lot of online platforms for them to kind of carry on their studies. So yeah. just to kind of check in from an academic perspective, you know, how they're doing, do they need any support from us? Um, so yeah, try, I'm trying to give them space um, as much as I can. How are they, uh, overall, how are you, you guys doing? How, what are they feeling about it all? I think they're fine. You know, there was a few people who were gutted, obviously, at first. You know, we've got guys who, um, who are obviously due to graduate this summer, so, and they were kind of hanging on to train for the Olympics. So I guess their plans have changed. I've got a few girls who are leaving to go to the US um, to do a master's degree out there. And obviously the, the dream and the goal was always to kind of try and take them through to the Olympics. But unfortunately, obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, but they're still planning on, you know, going to the US, which is definitely the, the, right, the right move for them. So they're trying to embrace it with a positive mindset. And that's what I've tried to portray from the start. It's like, let's not, you know, let's not dwell on this. Let's not be negative. You know, it is what it is, as, as, as simple as that sounds. You know, we're all in, we're all in this together. Let's look on the positives, and you know this. This can be an opportunity to grow, to develop, um, and we just and we just got to embrace it. Yeah, you tend to come across uh, across a lot of hurdles as athletes. This is just quite an unusual one, isn't it? Like, no one's really yeah. experienced this one before. So, no, absolutely, it's looking at it from from that point of view. Yeah, I feel like as swimmers, we're we're probably in a, in a sport where we're going to struggle a little bit more than maybe others. Like if you're a runner, you're still allowed to go out and train you can still run every day if you're a cyclist it's like paradise out there for cyclists yeah. now. there's no cars on the road and until yesterday like in england we've had like fantastic weather so we've been really lucky like that but obviously swimming you kind of need that pool you need to keep that field going um so i mean you alluded to it a little bit there on like obviously olympics now is pushed back to 2021 and so is the paralympics so how do you restructure your your timetable and your plans and what, what, what advice do you give your guys to like keep the, keep the fitness up? Like you said, there's S&C plans in place, but uh, you know, what else are they having to think about? Um, I mean, you know, we, we looked at it when, when everyone went home, it was like, what, what, can, what can we do and what can't we do? Yeah. So obviously the main one is we, we can't swim, right? Let's just accept <laughs> it and let's try and figure out some way of keeping some form of aerobic conditioning. So you're looking at, you know, your, your, your two options really are you going to, um, sit on a bike and you're going to run and I'd say one of the biggest challenges we've faced is around swimmers who haven't got a bike or haven't got a stationary bike or haven't been able to rent one or buy one and um, you know usually swimmers are fish out of water they, they, they can't do much on land so a lot of the feedback we're getting from the swimmers is the challenges around running getting you know knee injuries ankle injuries um, a lot of problems through that so we're trying our best in, in, in that sense to keep up that level of aerobic condition. And people are kind of, you know, we're in week five or six now. So they're, they're starting to get used to the, to the, to the running side of things. Um, and I guess another challenge is, you know, what's the, the limited equipment that people have. Um, you know, some people have weights, but, you know, you go into the gym at Loughborough and, you know, you spoil, you've got one through 10 and then you've got, you know, every, every dumbbell going. So you can be very specific and very very prescriptive with the, the weights that you're using. So that's been a little bit of a challenge, but you know what, we, we kind of sat down and, you know, we looked at like what people can do and what they can't do. So like I said, we've got a great support team. So our SNC coach is running um, some kind of hit circuits um, on, on the, on the zoom platform. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're doing, we're doing those uh, Tuesday, Thursday, we've got our Pilates instructor running um, Pilates. 
We've tried to send out gym programs, you know, a bit of a bit of a range, so strength strength development, but a range based on the equipment that you've got. So almost like a bit of a, a jigsaw. We've sent out loads of information. You try and build your own program from that. And then other days we've obviously got the conditioning stuff. You know, if you can't go out for a run, we'll go out for a, a 90 minute walk. Okay, you're not gonna maybe burn as much calories or you know have your heart rate up, but it's at least keeping you active. So you know, I, I think you can, you know, as long as you're doing half an hour to an hour each day, I think you can maintain some level of condition. I think the biggest one is, you know, the the feel for the water, you know, as soon as, you know, we rely heavily on that feel for the water. And I see a lot of stuff online, you know, people buying these huge paddling pools and they're, and, you know, and they're static swimming and stuff. And I think that's great. But, you know, if you haven't got access to that, I wouldn't say, I, I don't think you should panic. You know, I just think, it, you know, as long as you're maintaining some level of conditioning, it'll come back pretty quick in the water. And you, we've just got to, you know, we've just got to reassess, um, you know, where we are. It might be that, you know, usually we, we break up for a month in, in August. It might be that, you know, we only give the guys two weeks in August, depending on when we obviously get back in the water. So plans will obviously change. Um, but we've just got to, you know, we've just got to get through at, the, at, at this certain point, try and keep it engaging and challenging you know we've got a few of the girls who are trying to do 20 pull-ups um so they've got kind of a pull-up bar attached to whatever in the house and that challenge in itself has tried to keep them motivated and chasing although it's not you know seeing how fast i can do 100 freestyle or a 200 breaststroke or whatever it's it's challenging them in, in, a, in a different way to stay engaged um you know with physical activity yeah, yeah. <clears throat> sorry <You're right. clears throat> sorry yeah I mean, speaking of challenges, obviously they're having to adapt quite a bit. Uh, the challenges that they're facing every day as athletes, as swimmers. Um, for you, have you been doing any of these uh, challenges that have been going around at home or have you been finding other ways to challenge yourself at home? Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't done any of the challenges that have gone, gone around. I've been tagged in a few, you know, like the 5K run or the, the, the press-up challenge. I'm... I haven't done any of them, but I am trying to do one hour of exercise every day. That's kind of a, a and that's a big deal for me. I mean, I don't <laughs> do much. Usually a lot of my time is spent walking up and down pools. So I actually got an Apple watch last week um, just to try and, you know, you know, look at my calories, look at my steps each day and, and try and keep motivated in that sense. So I am doing an hour every day of kind of, I rely heavily on a routine. I think I, I told you guys that earlier. So I've kind of, you know, um, Monday and Friday is usually sitting on a sitting on a bike in the garage. Um, I've just downloaded the Peloton app, so I'm trying to keep, you know, keep up with that. Tuesday and Thursday, I'm trying to do some form of like kind of body weight stuff. I've got a, f you know, a few basic dumbbells, a bar, so I'm trying to do little trying to do little things. And then Wednesday is the the one every week. I hate. I'm trying to go for a run. Um, I haven't managed to do 5k without stopping yet, but I'm hoping <laughs> that next week will be the the week that I um that I that I get build up to that. I just, I'm like I say, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just have an hour each day just to try and keep myself busy, stick to the routine. Like I said, you know, we've got, got two young kids. We're trying to homeschool. So, you know, we're, we're pretty busy and the days go pretty quick. Um, I, you know, I walk the dog for an hour each day. So that's an hour out of my day where I sit and sit and listen to a podcast. So although I'm not doing challenges, I'm trying to set myself little challenges in terms of, you know, just right. Listen to, 45 minutes of podcasts every day and little things like that just to try and, you know, keep ticking over so that I'm not just doing nothing and just sat watching TV every day. Yeah. <laughs> Any good uh, podcast recommendations? Oh, um, so I've been listening to um, 
a famous Australian swimmer, Brett Hawke. Um, he's done some real good ones. Okay. Uh, there's a guy, the Poolside Pass, who I believe is, um, his name is Jamie from Birmingham. Um, that's a good one. And then a guy called Alistair McCaw, who's uh, the guy who um, runs Champion, um, Champion Minded. Okay. Um, I think that's a, that's all the, sorry, the first two there are swim specific, whereas this one is not more, it's more about, you know, having a champion, champion mindset and, um, attitude and yeah. character and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm actually really enjoying listening to that. Oh, good. Oh, great. I feel like, um, one of the big things for me at the minute is like adaptability, being able to just sort of roll with it. And then like you say, find these new routines, um, and before you know it, like a lot of people keep asking me, you're bored, are you bored? I'm like, no, like you said a minute ago, the days just seem to be shooting around or the weeks are going around quite quickly when we feel like on paper, I should have loads of free time. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did a nutrition course myself just to pick something new up. And yeah, so I'm trying, if you've got any good podcast recommendations so I can uh, pick up a few more things, that'd, that'd be cool actually. Yeah. And to, to be honest, guys, for me, it's, you know, I'm enjoying being a dad. <laughs> yeah. you know I'm a swimming coach can you know sometimes you know takes you away for weekends you know we do we do camps where I'm away for two weeks at a time early mornings late evenings and you know I'm enjoying sitting down as a family having a meal every day you know we never do that so every day yeah. there's a you know we sit down we have a meal you know we have lunch where I was breakfast lunch dinner all together as a family you know I do the bedtime routine which is amazing you know we go out um little girls learning to ride a bike. We do that for kind of an hour each evening. So I'm, I'm just enjoying being a dad, which is, yeah. and, and it's amazing. And then obviously the, the homeschooling thing is a, is a challenge and something that it's taken us a few weeks to get used to, but you know, we're, we're enjoying it. It's, it's really rewarding. You know, we, when we pick our little girl up from school, you know, she tells, you know, she tells us about the day, but you actually, you're not physically there in the classroom. So you, you don't know what they're doing. And it's a new kind of, you know, it's a, it's a whole new experience for me to just, you know, try and teach, you know, adding, subtracting, um, and little things, and little things like that. I'm, re I'm really, really enjoying it. Sounds good, man. One thing I did notice there is you're losing your northern connection. Breakfast, dinner, tea, you know it is. You need to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I haven't lived in the northeast for such a long time. I, my, I think my accent's all, all over the shop at the minute. <laughs> yeah, man, good stuff. Yeah, go for it. So, at the moment, what would you say your best advice to swimmers out there is, whether it's athletes like you're working with at a senior level or age group athletes and their parents, more like the guys that we work with, what would your advice be? So, I think first and foremost, don't panic, all right? You know, if, if we're out of the water three months, two months, three months, whatever it is, you know, I, I really think it's, you know, that, that period of time is a drop in the ocean, all right? And... I think it's, it could be the opportunity for your body to, you know, to the well-earned rest it's needed um, to recover, to adapt. Um, you know, we usually find some of our guys, you know, we give them four weeks off in August and they come back in September. And although they've been out of the water for four weeks, it's like they come back and they've got this new lease of life. So I think, you know, it's, it's such a small period of time, um, like in the, in, the, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. So I think, first of all, you know, don't panic and one thing I was guilty of right away, you know, I was looking to see what everyone was doing on social media. Um, and like I said before, you know, everyone who's got these, you know, these inflatable tanks and doing static swimming and stuff. And you start to think like, oh, should my guys be doing that? And you, the worst thing you can do is compare against what somebody else is, is doing. Everybody's situation is different. So 
trying and, and that's that this is not against those guys who've gone out and bought those things you know no. good on you and, and and you know if that's what you feel you need to do then then by all means go ahead and do it like I said, everyone is different so don't compare to, to to somebody else and don't try and think you know oh, i've got to do something just because somebody else somebody else is doing it i'd say the next thing that we've talked about already you know is like find a routine and find a routine that works for you um set goals each day each week have a you know have a plan have a have a goal like i said some of our girls are trying to hit 20 20 pull-ups it might be you know you're trying to hit 20 press-ups 30 press-ups sit-ups or whatever just set little goals little challenges because i do think that'll you know, keep you engaged um, and keep you motivated. And I think a big one for me is, you know, use this time to try and work on a weakness. And, you know, some people might say, well, my weakness is, you know, some part of my freestyle technique or my butterfly technique. How can I do that if I'm not in the water? But, you know, a limiting factor to that might be, for example, flexibility. So, you know, use this time wisely to work on something that will at some point have a direct transfer into what you're, what you're trying to work um, in the long run. And I'd say something with, you know, flexibility for us is something that we're really trying to push. It's usually the, if something is going to give way in our training program, it's usually probably flexibility because, you know, at eight o'clock at night when the guys get out of the water, they don't want to stretch after training. They want to get home. They want to eat. They might have some, some coursework or some university work to do, or, you know, age group kids might be getting in a car for 45 minutes to drive home. So it's, it's probably the first thing that is usually kind of pushed to the side in, in, in any form, any form of program. So, you know, work on flexibility during this time. Everyone has so much time right now. So, you know, use it, use it wisely because that additional flexibility um, might in, you know, at some point transfer into, you know, a limiting factor within your, within your, within your technique. And, you know, ultimately for me in all of this, you know, life goes by so quickly. You know, I tell you guys this all the time, you know, with, with, you know, my little girl's five, like how quick the last five years have gone. Just, enjoy this break, enjoy it. Don't worry. And just, you know, enjoy spending that extra time with your family. If you obviously have that, that, that capacity to do so, but don't try and wish this time away to rush to get back in the water because it, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's such a small period of time and there's way bigger and way worse things going on out there. I just think you should just, you know, live in the moment and just enjoy it. Yeah. So you've got your uh, family quiz this evening then. Yes. Been you, yeah. <laughs> you during lockdown for you. Yeah, we've uh, we won one week. We were second another week. So <laughs> pressures on pressures on this week. <laughs> well, you're doing better than us. We've been in the bottom two every week so far. In our, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's good fun. I mean, we, you know, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm not a massive. You know, I I don't usually pick up the phone and call my parents as much as I, as much as I should do. So it's a. It has been a good. Yeah, that's probably that. It has been a great opportunity, you know, just once a week, just to sit down for an hour and just, you know, everyone's on the screen, my brothers, their wives, you know, family, and just, and just chat and have a laugh. And so it's, you know, there, there is good things to come out of this break for sure. Yeah. Man, that was some uh, absolutely fantastic advice there. I think you uh, sent around to everybody. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll let you go there because that was, uh, you wrapped that up really, really well. So, yeah, thanks again for uh, giving us your time, mate, and uh, sharing your messages with everyone. Yeah, all the best to you, your family, and all your athletes and everything as well. I hope that they're ready to hit the ground running when everything gets back, gets back to normal. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. All right, like I say, it's always good to talk to you guys, and, you know, what you're doing is fantastic, you know, sharing your knowledge with the, the next generation of swimming. You know, I, I look at it, you know, where I've, you know, 
not to, no, I was nowhere near the same level as you guys, but, you know, I chose the coaching path, um, you know, working with the, in a performance setting in big groups, but, you know, I, you know, all credit to what you guys do, you know, working with individuals, refining technique. I think you guys are doing an amazing job, so keep, keep at it. Thanks very Thanks much, mate. <laughs> right. Take care, guys. See you later. Cheers. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.